0: Welcome to our Holden Village podcast. For over 50 years now, Holden Village has traveled a rich history of faith that has transformed a copper mining town into a vibrant place of education, programming, and worship. Holden has sought to welcome all who seek contemplation and community in the remote wilderness of the beautiful Cascade Mountains. We continue to invite people of all ages to come alongside our rhythms, which inspire and equip travelers for a sustainable life of faith outside the village. And we continue to listen and reflect on our story and history and seek to discover our place in God's creative mission in our world. Our podcasts are a way of sharing our conversations with our teaching faculty around reformation, the reforming of our relationships with the earth, with each other and with a divine. Let's tune in and join the conversation.
1: I'm Kathy Beckwith. I'd like to walk. Restart. Yeah, that's good. Okay. <laughs> I'm Kathy Beckwith. I like to walk first thing in the morning on our country road, read books with my grandkids and with myself, pick blackberries in the summer and turn them into pie or sauce for waffles in the winter. I like to clog on most Monday afternoons and look for singing places wherever we go. And what I like to do and have to do includes three more things. First, write when a story needs told. Second, help young people learn how to mediate conflicts for their peers at school and study, develop, and learn how to apply conflict resolution and communication skills in our own lives. And third, to do everything I can think of to let the world know that war is not normal. Numbers two and three are what brought me to Holden Village this week. About the conflict resolution skills, I like to have fun as we share and practice top life skills and it is fun. Things like what enables us to shift to move into our best mode for problem solving. What one listening skill, the bounce back is undoubtedly the world's number one, all time best tip for communication. And then what process or plan, People can learn to use that will keep them in a good frame of mind and give the highest success rate for actually getting things worked out. At the same time, it strengthens relationships, sparks curiosity and creativity, and builds respect. We will be doing some role plays on peer mediation and family meetings as two examples of way powerful processes. And then I'd just like to share a little more about that number three passion, have-to-do thing, helping the world realize that war is not only not normal, but it's not necessary. I have researched and written about America's wars, and what I found was both startling and tragic. We have come to normalize war, to accept it as inevitable, and something that will never change. There are many reasons and ways this happens, but for this podcast, I'd like to focus on one of those ways that has a gripping hold on us. It is the idea, the belief, that perhaps with a possible glitch or two, America uses war as a last resort to protect human rights and our freedom, and that without war our freedom would be lost. That idea leads to a conclusion that war is necessary, and if it's necessary, then we must simply accept it. But if we find that is not true, that our reasons for going to war were less than honorable, our conclusion rests on shaky ground, and there's reason to question. Are there other alternatives? Can war be replaced with more humane and effective options that are less costly, destructive, and cruel? Is war perhaps not normal at all? I have called my reflections on this topic America's Unfinished Sentence Syndrome. I'd like to share that with you. America seems to be in the... We use the power of words to, but we don't finish our sentences. Take, for example, America's battle cries for freedom. We continue over the airwaves, in rallies and parades, in prayers and blessings, in our schools and conversations, to remember that America now, as did the courageous who have gone before us, fight and wage war to protect our freedom. Yet rarely, if ever, does anyone ever finish that sentence. Our freedom to do what, exactly? Finishing our sentences would help us examine more closely what it is they're doing and we are supporting. Let's glance back in history and see how we might have finished the sentence for America's major wars. Of course, I do admit, one sentence cannot capture complexity, may ignore good intentions, and has the unfair advantage of looking back in time. But it can also hit on a few oft-forgotten or overlooked details and stir curiosity. Let's give it a try. The Revolutionary War was fought to protect our freedom to not pay taxes we didn't like, and freedom to leave behind creative, clever, and very effective non-cooperation strategies devised by the colonists to challenge British control, and instead simply opt for war. The War of 1812 was fought to protect our freedom, to keep fighting, even though the big reason for war was eliminated five days after war was declared. Oh, yes, and the freedom to try to take Canada. The Indian Wars were fought to protect our freedom to take the land used by Native Americans, um, Native Americans for millennia because the Euro-Americans wanted to move in, and the freedom to commit atrocities against the men, women, and children there, nearly exterminating a people. The Mexican-American War was fought to protect our freedom to take Mexico's northern lands, which we wanted. The Civil War was fought to protect our freedom, to leave the hard work of reconciling differences, and instead of joining the rest of the world in eliminating slavery through moral and legal persuasion, to exercise the freedom to kill and maim each other. The Spanish-American War was fought for our freedom, to protect American investments in Cuba's sugar, mining, and shipping, and say who will be in charge there. The Philippine-American War was fought to protect our freedom to brutally conquer and govern millions of resisting people, taking over the Philippines for ourselves, and thereby gain a gateway for trade with the Great Orient. World War I was fought to protect our freedom to travel safely by ship, into the war zone waters of Europe, and not be bothered by submarines, since we were neutral, even if it didn't look like it, and for some, to make sure the loans made to Britain would not be defaulted on if they lost the war. World War II was fought to protect our freedom to keep China's door open to us rather than to Japan, and stop that backlash in Europe brought on by lopsided terms of peace from World War I. The Korean War was fought to protect our freedom to divide Korea up between ourselves and the Soviet Union and keep the kind of government we wanted in the southern half of the country. The Vietnam War was fought to protect our freedom to stop the independence movement of the people of Vietnam, since we knew they would have voted for a communist leader and to prevent communism from taking over the world. The Gulf War was fought to protect our freedom, to control what could be discussed in Kuwait withdrawal negotiations, to assume we knew all there was to know about the history of the area, and to be bombarded by a fancy PR campaign for war. And as for the wars we have recently fought or are currently fighting, the Afghanistan War was fought to protect our freedom to bomb a country whose leaders would not give up a criminal to our government. The Iraq War was fought to protect our freedom to M-M-M. That sentence could be completed in a couple of ways, to make many mistakes or to make much money on Iraqi oil and contracts to repair the mess we made. Okay, (laughs) granted, this finish the sentence game does not take into account the heart's desire and sincere goodwill of those who believed war was needed to stop bad and assure good. It doesn't delve deep enough. Admittedly, the list carries a hint of irritation and annoyance, Okay, more than a hint. As I researched and learned, I felt disappointed, misled, and then angry. But the history is there if we will look. It holds power to stir us beyond normalizing war. Alternatives are available now. Perhaps insisting that we finish our sentences will make us at least wonder what we'll say the next time someone cries out that America must go to war again to protect our freedom to
0: Thanks for joining us for another Holden Village podcast. Be sure to view the links in the description for more information or visit our website to find out more about the village. We hope you will make a pilgrimage to Holden. Blessings and peace to you.